You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Today, listeners, you're in for a treat, and so is your dog. That's because we have not one, but three special guests today ready to dish up some meaty advice on how to keep your dog at his healthy best. Today's show is all about good chow and lip-smacking treats. Hey, is your stomach rumbling? Because mine sure is. Well, now call your canine chum to join you and get ready as we unleash some delicious, nutritious advice. Please give pause and applause to my very special guest. First, Marie Moody, president and founder of Stella and Chewy's. Hey, Marie, good to have you on the show. Thanks, Arden. Nice to be here. And then we have the dynamic duo of Jay Smith and Mike Smith of Fresh Fetch Pet Foods. Jay, Mike, glad you can make it. Hi, Arden. Thank you for having us today. Hello, Arden. See, and their last name is Smith, and they're not brothers. They're not mothers. They just happen to have the same last name, but they share the same bond in trying to get good food out for our pets. So today, I want you all to listen very carefully because there's going to be a couple of special code words in today's show. And if you listen, you could win some tasty giveaways for your dog. And you're also going to discover why these three guests actually left thriving careers in other venues to become true pioneers in a new era of pet foods. For these answers and more, you got to sit and stay. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. Teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, and welcome to The Family Pet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Colleen Safford. 
Each week we'll focus on different topics, child pet safety, child pet training, just how to make an appropriate pet selection for your family. All of these things will be covered in each one of our episodes. So we hope that you will join us at The Family Pet on Pet Life Radio. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Obehave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guests today share one major thing in common. They love to create food truly fit for a dog. I'm talking great food, not these fatty table scraps, not the kibble loaded with carbohydrates. I'm talking a new generation of good food for pets that are, is actually going to help you save some food, some veterinary bills, keep your pets at a good healthy weight, and they're going to think you rock their world because you're giving them the best. Now, even though they represent two different food companies, they promised me today that there'd be no food fights on the air. In fact, they actually like and respect one another. They're here more to educate us on how what you put in your dog's food bowl really does matter. So here to present some real food for thought. First up, we have Marie Moody. She is president and founder of Stella and Chewy's. It's a company that offers very, very nutritious treats and meals. And we also have Jay and Mike Smith, the Jay Smith and Mike Smith of Fresh Fetch Pet Foods. But hey, Marie, I'd like to start with you first. Okay. From what I was looking at, I was sniffing into your background, and uh, it looked like you put the brakes on a thriving uh, fashion career after you met a mutt named Chewy, and now you run one of America's fastest-growing pet food companies. How did that happen? What kind of influence power did Chewy have on your career? Well, you know, to be honest with you, um, I i mean, I, I learned a lot in the fashion industry, and I enjoyed my time there, but... Um, my real passion always was my dogs, and mm-hmm. um, I decided that people weren't paying attention to the most important thing about our pets. People were spending money buying, you know, expensive coats, and and this was I was living in Los Angeles at the time, but spent a fair amount of time also in New York, and people spent money on, um, you know, dog walkers and dog spas and all these things, and I felt like people were missing the point, which is that the most important thing you can do for your pet is provide it. A good diet. Well, that's a very good point. I think you're right. So you you said, okay, I got this idea. I want to switch gears. It's it's easier said than done, isn't it? Yeah, that's kind of a whole other story, really. <laughs> um, <laughs> not sure that's appropriate for radio. No, um, okay. you know, I I really I really was at a point in my life where I wanted to do something that mattered more to me, something that I felt passionate about, um, something that I would wake up in the morning and be excited. To go and do. I felt like um, I didn't. I didn't want to just be spending my days showing up at a job. Yeah, yeah. I, I get you. I shifted gears too. I used to cover sports writing, and now I'm into this whole pet thing myself. And but I'm in it for the two and the four leggers. So I think when we keep uh-huh. that kind of balance, it's a good thing, don't you? Yeah, I do. And I mean, you know, every once in a while, you get the phone calls or the testimonials of people that you know say that you've saved their dog's lives, and oh my you gosh, be having a bad day for whatever reason. But you know, it's things like that make this worth it, and this is you know why I started it. So, 
All right, and we're going to get back to you in a minute because we've got two gentlemen who are being very polite, Jay Smith and Mike Smith, and they're out and uh, based in California. And uh, you've become quite a dedicated food fraternity, you two. I mean, Jay, let's get a little bit about you. You were sort of uh, dominating the high-tech world in the Silicon Valley, and then the pet food recalls of 2007 occurred. So what made you trade this lucrative high-tech world to risk creating a pet food business? Thank you for that, uh, that introduction, but I think a, a lot of my uh, coworkers and, uh, and former competitors would have a problem with that domination word. Oh, bring them on, baby. Bring them on. (laughs) That's the most, you know, that's what I love about about Marie's story and ours is that, you know, something compelling pulled us out of those uh, careers. And the compelling thing really was this pivotal for me, this this pivotal 2007 pet food recall where we had, you know, manufacturers putting melamine into food to boost the nitrogen content when it was lab tested to make it look like it had more protein in it than it really did. You know, I just found that to be just so grossly unacceptable in terms of the standard for the market that I just said, you know, since since nutrition is really what makes the difference between long lives and happy lives and shortened chronic illness and things like that, I said, you know, we really just need someone in, in the marketplace or more players in the marketplace that will just do the right thing. So it was, that was the, uh, the moment where I made the decision to make the jump uh, into, into something I never considered I would ever, ever be doing. I was making, you know, dog food and, uh, <laughs> or food, food for dogs. So, yeah, it's, and it's you know, really delicious, actually. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful food. I mean, it is the kind of food that I can remember uh, feeding to our dogs as, uh, you know, as a child growing up. I never really knew that there was too much difference, to be honest with you, between what should be fed to all animals or to dogs and, and what should be fed to humans. And, um, and that's kind of the philosophy that we've carried into the business is let's make food from the best available food sources that we have, uh, whether it's intended to be for humans or for, or for, or for our four-legged friends. Well, I think that's well said. And, and Mike, we have, you know, Mike, I'm a big fan of yours. Here you are, you've, you've been trained at the very famed Los Angeles Art Institute for Culinary Studies, and you're dishing up nice creative creations for the A-listers and Beverly Hills, darling, and some of the other hobnobby people in the L.A. world. And then you get a call from this guy, Mike Smith, and says, hey, how would you like to be a pet chef? I mean, did you think this was a <laughs> well, whack job call, or what did you think was going uh, no, on? Actually, you know, for me, I've always been in the kitchen, so it wasn't too much of a career jump for me. I'm still taking some of the basic principles of cooking and things that I learned in school and also at different restaurants and hotels mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, and I'm still applying my passion for cooking, but I'm also using a little bit of science and trying to come up with better meals for our four-legged friends as well. And now that I have a newly adopted Linus just came into, uh, into my Linus. life, I just rescued him um, about three months ago. It's even, it's even better now because I see what I'm doing and the difference that I'm making, not only in his diet, but also other pets' diets all around you know, California and all around the world. What um, kind so, of doggy is uh, you know, Linus and how old is Linus? Linus is four months now, um, so he's still a puppy. And he looks to be um, a pit bull, beagle, Jack Russell mix. Oh my gosh. You got a nose? The brains and the brawn, all in one dog. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Even though he's, right now he sleeps a lot. He's actually here sleeping with me right now. <laughs> he's growing as you speak. You know that, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, wow. And uh, Jay, are you, you get to hang out with Linus too, I guess? Oh, Linus is right here. Uh, Linus is all puppy, so he's just about everywhere at once right now. And, uh, you know, it's this remarkable stage where you get to see 
um, you know, the, the, the growth spurt that happens between, you know, the, the second and, and fifth month of life where, you know, that nutrition is so important. So it's nice to know that when we put that food down that we're, that, you know, we've got a chance to, to, to give him everything that he needs to grow and, and, and mature and, and have a future without, you know, chronic illness or, or problems. Like, it's just, it's a wonderful thing to be able to see and feel good about. I mean, I'm thinking that's one lucky dog to be the test puppy for a fresh fetch. I mean, come on. <laughs> it couldn't be a <laughs> he better really job. Hit the jackpot here. There is a couple of dogs by the name of Stella and Chewy that I'm hoping Marie can uh, enlighten our listeners on because their name's on your product, for gosh sakes. So tell us a little bit about Stella and Chewy and how they led you to create Stella and Chewy's pet food. Okay, well... Stella and Chewy are sort of at the opposite end of the life spectrum that Linus is at right now. Stella and Chewy are, you know, in the twilight of their of their lives. They're uh, 13 and 14, actually, and they're both good-sized dogs. So that's that's you know they're getting they're getting up there in age. And um, Chewy was the one that really inspired the diet because when I rescued Chewy, he was um, from a shelter um, in Los Angeles, and he was he was just very, very ill. His um, immune system was compromised. And even though this was many, many years ago, the vet that I was seeing said, you know, you really need to look into nutrition for um, for this guy and it's going to be really important what you feed him. And it was through doing all that research that it just became very clear to me, you know, sort of like what, uh, what Jay was saying that, um, you know, if you do the right thing and feed them you know, species appropriate and real food, not just, um, you know, sort of scraps left over, um, you know, and I'm not talking good table scraps left over. I mean, I actually right. would endorse that before I would endorse, you know, what's in some of these pet foods, you know, that that, that makes a big difference. And, you know, I, I saw it for myself because I was able to bring Chewy back to a state where he was 100% healthy. And, um, you know, Stella sort of just came along for the ride with that. And, you know, I don't know that I would have looked into pet food nutrition as carefully as I did if I, you know, didn't have Chewy. I mean, he was, you know, he's Chewy's been my once-in-a-lifetime dog. You know, that dog you get that's just like, right. you love so much. And, and that's Chewy. And he's amazing. I mean, people, you know, people can't believe he's he's still around, really. I mean, he's... He's he's doing great. He's doing great. And he's actually laying right here in the office on his bed, and so is Stella. Oh, and, very um, polite. Yeah, Good dogs. I, I have a five-year-old son that will be somewhere, and he'll say, oh, there's Stella and Chewy, if he sees the package in the store, do you know, Aww. like a of them. But Stella and Chewy don't care that they're on the label at all. No, no and you're helping it. your son improve his reading habits, see? Exactly. I mean, I can just see him at school. <laughs> I'm bringing in show and tell Stella and Chewy's products. That's my dogs. <laughs> What's your son's first That's name? That's an adorable image. <laughs> yeah, my son's first name is Charlie. Okay, it's not Yeah, Chewy. he's five. So. You didn't name Chewy Jr. I was just kind of hoping that didn't happen. Well, you know, I was tempted. And it's the <laughs> CH thing, Charlie. You'll notice there's a lot of similarity between Charlie and Chewy. Um, and before I had Charlie, I was pretty much convinced I would never love anyone as much as Chewy. But wow. you know, I'm, I'm happy to say that I, I do love Charlie <laughs> as well. <laughs> well, let's get into it because, I mean, I don't want it to be, you know, extremely scientific conversation. But I do think there's some things that all of you have learned in preparing nutritious food that could really help 
all the listeners that we have. And we've got people all the way as far as Singapore. Trust me, I don't know why people want to listen to my show, but they're gluttons for punishment. So, hey, come on. So, one thing we want to do is we're going to give away a big gift basket of Stella and Chewy's products. And it will be to the first caller who emails Arden at Ardenmore.com. The words Stella and Chewy. Boy, that's that's really clever. And we're also going to give away two weeks worth of homemade diets, courtesy of Fresh Fetch Pet Foods. Not one set, but two, to the first two listeners who email Arden at Ardenmore with the code words Fresh Fetch. So we'll repeat that later, but I wanted to get that out on the table. And I have to tell all of you that my two dogs are in the studio right now, Chipper and Cleo. And they're like, I wish we had opposable thumbs right now because they wanted to get onto my keyboard. And I've told them back off. They can't win the prizes. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, some advice. And and I want to start with Marie, if I could, because you actually teamed up with some veterinary nutritionists when you wanted to launch this Stella and Chewy's company. And I'm, I'm sure you've learned a lot, but... Is there like maybe a, a couple of tips you could give people in uh, in preparing food or in selecting food that would really make a healthy difference for their dog? Yes, I would say that, um, I mean, I did learn a lot from these animal nutritionists and also from my own research. Um, you know, what I learned really is that um, dogs and cats, for that matter, are, are carnivores. And mm-hmm. so uh, they need... Uh, meat, really, and and the way the meat is processed is very relevant. Um, you know, if you steam something to, you know, using temperatures of, you know, 500 degrees or you extrude something, it's no longer in um, a state that the animal can, you know, fully, um, it's not fully bioavailable to them, the nutrients in it. Some of the enzymes and amino acids are damaged through the heat. And, you know, what what we preach with the raw diet approach is that um, this is how food would be eaten in the wild and ancestrally. They, they just, they haven't evolved that much. Um, you know, it was, it's only really since the, I guess, the Industrial Revolution that we started feeding kibble. You know, and it, it's not, I mean, if you had to get your nutrition from, you know, pellets in a bag, um, you, you know, it would be challenging. It's, it's challenging. It's, um, it's not the best way for them to use the food. So, so know, my good and plenty isn't going to cut it for my dietary needs today? <laughs> Unfortunately not. Okay, Unfortunately all right. But, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's similar to, I mean, there's, there's a difference between, you know, you could look at a, a fast food um you know, like a fillet of fish or a fish sandwich from a fast food place, and then you could you could look at those very same ingredients, but in a in a fresh way on a plate. You know, say the lettuce, the fish, um, some whole grain bread, and it would look completely different. Although right. the ingredient panel would read the same. So it really is important how you process. You know, and minimal processing is is the best thing. Well, and I know we're going to have to go to a commercial break pretty soon, but I do know the one thing that separates you is that you do have a patent pending, a secure by nature system that really is protecting against uh, food contamination. So, you know, hygiene is very important being, you know, to keep away any, any, you know, salmonella or any other things. But you've got some kind of a badge of honor, don't you, with your, your products? Yes, we do. We're the um, only raw diet that's certified pathogen-free because um, anytime you're serving a raw, uh, a raw food, you would have concerns for you know pathogenic bacteria like Salmonella, E. coli, or, or Listeria. 
we do have an all-natural process that uses cold water pressure to eliminate that bacteria so you get the best of both worlds really which is the nutrition in the raw diet or minimally processed diet um, as well as you know the safety um, aspect of something that uses heat. Okay. We're speaking again with Marie Moody. She is the president and founder of Stella and Chewy's Pet Food. And we're going to be taking a quick commercial break. And then we're going to get Jay Smith and Mike Smith on the line from Fresh Fetch Pet Foods. And they're going to talk about some of the science behind their pet food company. So everybody sit and stay. You can drool a little bit if you like because this is a tasty show right after this commercial break. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. The dress code? Come as you are. Pajamas, a tux, you can even go naked like your pets. Unleash your party animal at my animal party. Guests you know from Animal Planet, TV, radio, the news, and bookstores will be joining me. And that's because after I won Best Pet Radio in America from the DWAA, I got my paw in the door and I met a lot of amazing people. And the best of the best are going to be coming to the party. They're coming to party with us. So join us at the animal party. Don't miss the party. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Rachel Ray. You're listening to OB Hayes with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We are speaking with some food brainiacs. I'm telling you, these people know good nutrition, and they love their pets, and they've switched careers to focus on what their true passions are, which is to bring out the healthy best in our pets. And whether it's in the food bowl, whether it's a treat, it's amazing. This whole science of food for pets, I think in a way it's terrible that the pet food recall happened on such a large scale in 2007. But it actually opened up the opportunity and awareness for people to pay attention to the nutrition 
that is given to their pets. And and two gentlemen that are really making a difference now are Jay Smith and Mike Smith of Fresh Fetch Pet Foods. I had the chance to uh, check out their kitchen once on a tour, and I got to tell you guys, I walked away wishing I was a Labrador Retriever or, or, or a Corgi. I, I just wanted to be your number one canine customer. So, Jay, let's talk with you a little bit. I mean, there's a lot of science in, uh, behind what you put in a plate and, and dish up to a dog these days, isn't it? Yeah, there is, uh, more so than I ever realized. And, you know, one of the things that I found to be kind of an interesting side effect of the research that we've done, and there's been so much of it, you know, a couple of years now, uh, is that I've learned so much about nutrition for just living things in general, which applies to my own life. So I'm now trying to apply some of the principles that I learned <laughs> Good boy, Jay. Good boy. Dogs, you know, to our to my own eating, which is just such you know, it's a it's really kind of an interesting side effect because I feel better now eating the way that I've learned to prepare food uh, for dogs, and I just think that's such a roundabout way to get to it. But yeah, there is a lot of science uh, behind what we've done. Uh, animal nutritionists and veterinarians are bringing in the holistic ideas that have been around uh, for a while, where we try to treat the whole organism. Um, through food and nutrition, realizing that all of that becomes what we are at some point. That's why we eat uh, fresh water, um, you know, good clean sources of proteins, uh, good clean sources of carbohydrates, and, and good essential fats are all part of the whole formula for making the best food in the world. And uh, so, yeah, just as, as Marie said, I can just only echo what she's, uh, the foundation that, that the whole raw movement has laid is bringing people out of the commercial canned and bagged food marketplace where everything is dead food for the most part. It's cooked to death and, um, and bringing live food back into uh, the arena for our four-legged friends. And, you know, very much for ourselves too, I think is important. But with Fresh Fetch, what makes it stand out a little bit is it's sort of like a upscaled homemade meal that you make for us. I mean, people are are really in a time crunch these days. They want to do well, but they don't want to be a 24-7 chef to their pets. So what makes your Fresh Fetch kind of answer their, their needs? Well, that was uh, that's what we wanted to try to do, to make it easy to feed your, your dog like family, uh, the way that you would if you were cooking for them at home. So we've got this point to the point now where we've got really ready meals for dogs that you could pop out of the freezer throw them into a, a sink of warm water or, or leave them in the refrigerator overnight, just let them thaw. And that dog is so grateful to get that wonderful food in the bowl when they, when they get it. And it really is as close as you can get to homemade. We put a great deal of care. We're hands-on and eyes-on to every meal that goes out of the kitchen. And uh, it's not done by a plant or machines. It's, this is all food made by human hands. So that is um, probably the biggest difference between most of the commercial pet food uh, manufacturers today and what we're trying to do. Um, at some point, you know, there, it, it becomes a little more difficult to do things by hand, but that kind of goes with the philosophy of the company and that it's worth the extra work to get the kind of product that we want into the package and to make sure that we've actually had a chance to make sure that it's of the highest quality and that it is it does reflect the science that we believe it, it, it belongs there. You know, because we're, we're all about the, the micronutrition in the food. You know, the protein, the fats, the carbohydrates, all of that, all the stuff that can be on every single label out there, uh, really isn't the most important story in nutrition we're learning. The most important story 
is the micronutrition, things that you really won't find on the label. Um, and some of that's beneficial bacteria, some of it is enzymes, some of it is um, amino acid sources that are very, very trace elements of, uh, uh, in, in the food and trace elements uh, uh, of, of minerals and, uh, and, and very tiny doses of vitamins and things like that that really are so subtle and complicated that uh, if you try to make a label with all of that stuff on it, the label would be longer than the package. So, you know, this is all in fresh whole food, and um, that's what gives life, breathes life into living things. Well, those are micronutrients that are too numerous to name and uh, too numerous to put on the label. And that's why we, we, we have made the decision just, you know, not to cook the food to death, to, to, to cook it only safely and, uh, and and leave as much of it alive as we can. That sounds great. And, uh, Mike, i got to ask you, I mean, I saw you in action putting together some meals. And now that you have Linus, what's the joy you have when you're getting – and you carefully measure out these meals. I mean, you've got a whole scale and a whole freeze-dried thing going on. So tell us what one is one of your favorite recipes you like to make. And it's kind of nice to have a customer that, you know, laps up and licks their plate. You know, I, I try to do that in restaurants, but they kick me out. I guess right now my favorite my favorite meal to make right now is of course Linus's meals because they're constantly changing with his you know with his life stages and with how, he, how as he changes and I've mm-hmm. kind of have been able to see that he really loves everything that I put in front of him he's probably the only dog I've seen that runs around with a carrot in his mouth um, <laughs> but um, my favorite meal is actually the Chihuahua meal and um, that's just because it has avocado and mango in it and it's so colorful and it's a meal that I could actually eat myself, I would just open it up and eat it because I am I'm a big fan of avocado and mango together. The Chihuahua meal is probably my favorite right behind Linus's meals because he, I get to watch him eat them every day. Oh, that sounds great. And uh, Marie, we're talking to Marie Moody. She is the president and founder of Stella and Chewy's. One thing I noticed that both you and Fresh Fetch do is you give a lot back to the community. I was uh, checking out the uh, StellaandChewy's.com website and my gosh, Marie, you have a whole list of groups that you um, benefit. You give. Uh, you have a lot of charity, pet charities. You want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, you know, I I think because um, both Stella and Chewy were rescues and you know gotten from a shelter, um, it's 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 something that's just very close to my heart. I'm the kind of person now that if I were to go into a shelter, I, I, when I was making this career shift, I was thinking about getting involved in animal rescue. Uh, you know, in, in a bigger way, and um, but I knew that I would be one of those people that would end up um, going in, and you know, I'd end up a woman, you know, alone with like 50 dogs in her apartment, and because um, yeah, I'd want to take them all home. And I realized that really, what these uh, rescue, what these shelters and these rescue organizations needed was money. And that's what makes the difference between them, you know, being able to be effective and and do their work or not. It really comes down to money. And um, even though that's not, you know, maybe very glamorous and, and, and all that, I felt like probably the way I could contribute the most would be to um, have a successful enough business where I could then, um, you know, give away. And so that piece of the business has been very, very important to me because that's why I started it. 
Right. If you go after the show, listeners, if you go to the StellaAndChewies.com website, there's a charitable site and there's a whole rundown of different organizations. And what I really like is on the right-hand column, you have a bio of a dog that wants that is in need of being adopted. In this case, it's Opal, a five- to six-year-old beagle who came out of a puppy mill. She's very lovable. And so you're actually helping get pets find uh, loving permanent homes. Yes, exactly right. We're using the website to do that and, and um, you know, social media to, to be able to do that. So it's, it's wonderful to, you know, have this opportunity to be able to do that, to be in a position with this company that mm-hmm. I can affect, you know, some small changes. And on the parallel scale, Jay and Mike Smith are also doing the same thing with uh, Fresh Fetch. I mean, you go on to the Fresh Fetch pet food site and you've got these amazing, this is where your high tech talents come into play, Jay. You've got some really nice testimonials of people like this one lady Mary Allen who uh, is very grateful that your fresh fetch diet has helped Otis with some seizures and you've got some top veterinarians with lots of initials after their name talking and so let's talk a little bit about the giving back nature of fresh fetch Jay. Oh I'd love to Uh, you know building on the examples set by people like Marie at Stella and Chewy's you know we've taken our love for the animals that we see in shelters that we visit all the time. Uh, you know, Linus is, is a rescue, too, and when you walk into a shelter to rescue an animal, you're going to be confronted with dozens more that also need homes, and it's really heart-wrenching to pull one out and know that you've left a dozen or more behind. So what we've tried to do with our Rescue Rewards program is to give folks an incentive to visit the shelter first before you see a breeder or try to buy from, you know, uh, 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 someone who sells dogs. And the Rescue Reward Program, we're really proud of. It's uh, 5% of every meal that you buy for the first year that you're buying uh, our food goes to the shelter that you've, uh, that you've adopted from. And 5% comes back to you to help you grow that puppy or that dog. Uh, and get them healthy and, and, and give them a good home. So we want to you know, let people know that we want to help you help the shelters. And so when people buy from us, if you've adopted uh, a dog, please just let us know. We'll contact the shelter that you've adopted from, and we'll make sure that they get their check uh, to help them run and operate the place. And we're, we're, we're hoping that we can, you know, we're only a year and four months old as a company at this point in our second year of operation. So we're not as equipped to do the big things as larger companies are, but we're trying to do as much as we can early, hoping that we get to the point where the company is large enough that we'll be able to do the kinds of wonderful things that Stella and Chewie is actually able to do today. Well, that sounds great. I also want to just make sure everybody paid attention. You guys sitting in the sit position? Good listeners. Okay. If you send the code word Stella and Chewies to Arden at Ardenmore.com, you will win an amazing gift basket. Compliments of Marie Moody and her company, Stella and Chewies. The first one who emails me gets that prize, and we will put your name in lights in my newsletter, Ardenmore Knows Pets, and let you uh, be able to say, have bragging rights, I guess. And also, Jay Smith and Mike Smith of Fresh Fetch Pet Foods are offering two weeks of homemade nutritious, delicious meals for your dog, and they're giving away two of these. So there are two lucky people if you do the Arden at Ardenmore.com and do the code word Fresh Fetch. Very easy, guys. I wanted to kind of wrap up, if we could, and let people know, I mean, portion control is important. The ingredients are important. But I think one thing I, I was hoping, we'll start with you, Marie, because you've got uh, some golden oldies and Stella and Chewy as your personal dogs. 
you know, it seems like what our dogs need as a puppy versus an adult versus a golden oldie, if you will, their needs change, right? Their nutrient needs change. So how important is it for you to really work closely with like a veterinary nutritionist or a, a veterinarian that's really keeping up with the latest in nutrition? Well, I, I, I mean, I don't want to take sort of an opposite approach to that, but I mean, my feeling really is probably a, a more holistic view of it. I think okay. that, um, you know, I think that it, the, it, the, the right analogy would be as, as children and as teenagers and as adults and then as senior citizens, you know, our nutritional needs change, but the types of food we eat you know, don't really change except, you know, given like sometimes you have teeth and sometimes you don't, so you might have to go to the office or whatever. Right. But, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, to what, what I don't, what I don't subscribe to is the idea that there's, um, you know, senior diets and puppy formulas and I, I don't subscribe to that as much. I feel like food in its whole form and, you know, portion control is a big piece of that. There's times in your life when you need more calories and that's the same thing. With with uh, you know dogs, much like you know what Jay and Mike are talking about in terms of you know whole foods and real foods, it's it's really more about the way the food you know the the state that the food is in and you know how it's processed or not processed that's more relevant than you know if a dog is six versus sixteen. I mean it's 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 more about then calorie control. I would say as they get older. And okay. if they get older and a little more finicky, you know, you might want to do fewer treats because then everything that they're taking in is going to be relevant. Um, whereas, you know, when you have a puppy, you've got a little more leeway, but, you know, you don't want to feed that puppy a lot of junk either. Yeah, I think with the treats, like I have your new carnivore kisses, the wild salmon treats from my uh-huh. dogs, Chipper and Cleo. And I'm telling you, I think they've learned like 16 new tricks because as soon as I open up the jar, that aroma... But, you know, you're really smart about putting in that this is 70% crude protein and it's freeze-dried. You've got a lot of information. And looking at labels, what I really like, I like companies that allow you to be able to be contacted. So you make it very accessible and you explain really well how this treat was given. And to me, it should be about 10% of their daily needs. Treats should be limited. And I like them too. Actually, I've already, I've eaten some kisses. I confess. They're good. (laughs) Yeah, do you know, I'm embarrassed to say that Stella and Chewy don't do tricks, and they never have, and they're absolutely, you know, I mean, probably much like Linus, they're so spoiled food-wise that, I mean, they're not food-motivated um, right. at all, so I can't get them to do anything. They well, when they start when putting the keys, talk. your car keys in their mouths, and they want a, you know, a Ferrari or something, I think you're in trouble. Then Yeah, be- yeah, they're just like, if you want that, you do it, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> And Jay from uh, Fresh Fetch, Jay, what are a couple of uh, nutritional tidbits, if you will, you'd like to pass on to our listeners before we wrap up the show? Well, I I agree with uh, Marie, of course, uh, because she's, you know, right on in terms of her understanding of, uh, of the requirements for dogs as they age. You know, the dog's body knows what it needs, and uh, as long as that material is present in the food that they're eating, their body will use what it needs and discard the rest. And what's important is to make sure that what they need in all stages of life is actually present in the food. And that's easiest to do when you're feeding, feeding whole foods. Now, I will say this. 
there's a de-emphasis in human eating on on beneficial fats because that fat has become such a uh, a three-letter, four-letter word in our in our culture. But for dogs, fats are really, really important. Dogs use fats like humans use carbohydrates for almost immediate energy. And they metabolize fats differently than humans do. And when we talk about chronic illnesses like idiopathic seizure disorders, the, uh, the, the, the condition that Otis, uh, the testimony that you referenced earlier, uh, was dealing with, those beneficial fats um, become uh, the building blocks for sheathing on nerve pathways and all kinds of other things that help to overcome these degenerative uh, chronic conditions that have to do uh, with nervous system. And so, you know, and lots of other things like cell development and healthy coat and nails and all, just every aspect of a dog's life uh, comes from having the right amino acid protein mixes, the, uh, the right beneficial fatty acids in, in their food. So those are really, really important things to look at when you're talking about feeding a, a dog in all life stages. And also between different breeds. The breed and the dog knows what to do with the food. You just have to make sure that you get them the best possible food, and they'll, they'll take it from there. That sounds great. I have been very honored and delighted to have a three special guests on. We have Marie Moody, the president and founder of Stella and Chewy's Foods, and we have Jay Smith and Mike Smith from Fresh Fetch Pet Foods. Is there anything else you guys would like to add before we uh, call it a show? Thank you for having us on, Art. It's been a pleasure to uh, interact with you and your audience. We love you. Michael, I think, would want to thank you for the book that he just ordered from Amazon.com, Your uh, Happy Pet, Happy You. Happy Pet, Happy You, which we're looking forward to reading. Oh, okay. Well, thank you very much. And I do think we I want to have you guys back on later in the year because I'd like to get into more of this kind of 21st century approach to good doggy nutrition. And also for all you cat lovers out there, don't worry, we won't forget about you as well. But I do think we're in exciting times. And Marie, I don't know how you feel about it. You all are sort of pioneers in this new look at what's in the food bowl. Yes. And, and you know, I was just going to say if uh, Jay and Mike ever come out with this sort of thing um, for children. I would sign up. <laughs> I would do a five-year plan or something, right? Because yeah. children are even harder to feed than dogs because they won't listen. But, That's right. Um, yeah, I I wanted to, you know, also thank you for having me on. It's been great. And um, next time I'm in LA, I'm going to definitely look up Jay and Mike because uh, we have so much in common. Oh, yeah, I think so. And so I'm just glad you're all here, and I want people to really, really have a little thought before they what they put in their food bowl because it really does make a difference. So I am delighted again that we had our very special guest, Marie Moody of Stella and Chewy's Pet Food and Jay Smith and Mike Smith of Fresh Fetch Pet Foods. And, of course, I'm always appreciative of my cool producer, Mark Winner. He makes the show happen each and every week. You know, we're in a new age for pet food, and it's a good age. And we're going to be able to bring good things to the bellies of our pets. So, until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two-, three-, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do. And get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. 
only on PetLifeRadio.com.